guys welcome to all rose little bravo and reality tv with jessica i have a good one for you guys today we're going to discuss the sudden charm finale episode and sudden hospitality guys sudden charm is in its i don't even know what era to call it sudden charm for me i've been watching since season one episode one so i am like a charmer fan true and true and i think that we've had some seasons that have been really good and then some seasons that have been and I think the last time we had this kind of season, I would equate it to like the season where we had Catherine screaming at Thomas. I think that was season two on the bridge. Yeah, I think that was season two or the end of season one, one of the two. Or the season where we had Ashley. Oh my God, I can't even talk about that season. It was so dark to quote Crystal from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So dark. But it was a good season though, but just very dark and very chaotic. But this season of Southern Charm, everyone, the new players are playing. The cast is bringing it. I wish Catherine was in the cast. I hope she has a place in the future because Southern Charm is a house that Catherine Dennis built. She carried that show. Her storyline carried that show for years. So I'm hoping she gets a place back. I'm hoping she gets her life together and gets her kids and her mind and body and, you know, everything. And she can come back to the show. That's my hope. But now let's talk about the finale. Um... We start with Leva and Olivia, you know, discussing this is post Jamaica. Um, I don't know. I never, I, I did not even miss Leva on the trip. So I didn't even know that she wasn't on the trip because so many things were happening. But anyway, Olivia sort of gives a little debrief of what happened. And Leva is sort of pumping her up, trying to explain to her that Austin is not, Austin cannot give Olivia what she's expecting in the sense of the friendship department. Austin is a good person. He is. He seems like someone that is lovable, seems like someone that is friendly, that you want to be friends with. And I can see how girls easily fall for Austin. But at the same time, Austin doesn't have this thing that Craig already has in the bag. Craig knows how to be in a relationship monogamously. He knows how to treat a girl. He knows that he's not going to cheat on this person. Austin hasn't connected the two. He's not a grown man in that sense that, okay, I need to, you know, actually put myself in this relationship and, you know, grow this relationship, invest in this relationship, but it's just you and I. You know, things that people that are exclusive do. That's why he had the same issues with Mar uh, Madison. He keeps having these good girls or these great girls and he's, you know, just fumbling the bag. And I don't know when he's going to put one and two together. I hope it's not too late, you know, where he like ran off all the good girls and now you're like, damn, nobody wants to be with me. Well, maybe because you ran them off. <laughs> but anyways, um, so I guess um, Leva is discussing with Olivia and then we see Rod and JT now. I love JT. I love the fact that he's a good guy, you know, but these two guys are like friends owned, like to the max, you know, Rod has already been through that with Olivia and we saw that he was a little bit like upset with Austin. You cannot blame. It's okay to be jealous of the guy that the, the bad guy in quotes that the girl ends up with because you think you're better for the girl. doesn't mean that you're the one for the girl. Maybe not at that time. Rod, I think took it a little bit better than JT did, but We'll talk about that in the end. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, Rod is sort of a pseudo-therapist for JT. They're having this conversation, and JT is like, you know, I'm ready to tell Taylor how I feel. Now, we, the audience, we know that Taylor has friends owned JT. I don't know how JT doesn't see it. Like, she's trying to actively make her ex-boyfriend jealous. Babe, she is not ready to date anybody new. Like, but anyways... Um, he's kind of upset with Austin, and I think he's also he's upset with Austin because he feels like, how is Austin getting all these good girls? He's a bad guy. And that's, just like I said, you know, unfortunately, he's tall, he's nice, he's friendly, he's hot. 
girls would gravitate to that. It's just what it is, you know. It's just unfortunately, it's just the way life is, you know. But I don't think Austin should be JT's problem because if I'm being honest, I don't even think Taylor and Austin liked each other that way. I think primarily Taylor was trying to make Shep jealous because she's always been in love with Shep, as you can see even to this finale episode. So he's like, I'm going to make him jealous. I'm going to make, he, he cheated on me, so I'm going to like hurt him where he hurt, where he hurt me and see, you know, what happens. I'm sure in the process of her and Austin getting closer and of course Austin being there for her, there may have been some feelings, but I think the feelings she had for Shep was just way over the top that there was just nothing, I don't think anything would have happened with Austin. Austin is just the way to kind of make Shep jealous, as you can even see in the episode, what she said to Shep when they had their sit down. So I don't think, and even, I don't think that JT's, you know, hatred for Austin is warranted. It's not. It's entertaining, but not warranted. But anyways, um, then we see that Whitney's having this party, <sighs> Whitney's bachelor pad or his cottage, you know, the, the place that Michael was staying and obviously Michael isn't working for Miss Patricia anymore. So he's converted that to like, like a place where if you don't want to go out at night, you can come in. It's not a place <laughs> for a guy who is literally looking for a wife, which is what Whitney wants us to believe is like. I'm actively searching for my wife. Like, I just haven't found her. Babe, you're not going to find her in the club. What are you doing, Nick? You're not going to find her in the places that you're going. If you're looking for a wife, you're looking for a wife. Increase your age bracket or something and actually talk to women and actively search for a wife. You're not acting like someone that's... Someone that's looking for a wife is not going to be having... I don't know if it's a bachelor pad or, or, or a man cave. I don't know what to call the thing that he has, but it's really nice. But And Craig said it best. You just want to bring all the single ladies into from Charleston into this place. Don't worry, like it's not a place to, you know. Anywho, um, Whitney's inviting everyone. Obviously, only Shep gets the reference of whatever it is that Whitney's trying to tell them that he would invite them for. No one gets the reference. Um, I, Austin even said, I guess I have to Google it. <laughs> and even me, I was like, okay, I think I have to Google this thing. But anyway, he invites everyone. We see Austin discussing with his sister, and he tells his sister. Olivia is going to, like, Olivia owns me an apology. Like, I'm expecting to get an apology from Olivia tonight. And the sister is like, um, I didn't know you were expecting that. And even the, me, audience, I'm like, what the, are you, are you all right, Austin? Like, how on God's green earth are you expecting to get an apology from Olivia? Like, how? In what lifetime? <laughs> like, are we dreaming here? Like, What? I was confused. I, I did not expect to hear that from Austin. So I'm like, Austin, what are you even talking about? You, no. She lost her brother. Oh, no. First of all, you guys' relationship was off and on. The moment she, you, 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 were, you were love bombing her, she finally fell in love with you. And then you were like, mm, I don't really think I want to date. So she's trying to understand those feelings. Now you're also, also trying to come back. At the same time, you're having your own issues with the girls at Summer House, remember? And then... Oh my God. And then in the same breath, her friend is telling her, which is Taylor, Hey, keep trying to date him. Keep trying. You guys are meant for each other, whatever. And then we're finding out that you guys actually kissed or even done worse. And then her brother died in the middle of all of this, obviously not at the same time, but like she's still trying to resolve her feelings and then she lost her brother. And then, okay. Still trying to move on like the strong lady that she is. Okay, let me see if I can still be friends with these two people that betrayed me, my friend, and my ex-boyfriend. And 
trying to still see how she can be friends with you guys. And of course, now new articles are coming up, so it's fucking up with her feelings. She's trying to resolve that. And then you have the audacity in the process of her trying to resolve her feelings to say she owes you an apology. Austin, what the hell? What are you talking about? Like, even me, I'm like, am I missing something? <laughs> like, I love Austin. Austin is a great addition to the show. Ridiculous guy. Like, and I see the charm. I see, I see the thing in Austin. But my guy, like, what are you talking about? Like, calm, <laughs> calm down. What? How, how are you expecting an apology? How? And I'm so glad Olivia was like, what? Uh, we'll get to that part. <sighs> Anyways, um, we see the conversation that um, Shep, okay, we find out that Taylor is getting ready for the party and Taylor tells her hairstylist and her makeup artist that um, she's expecting to talk to Shep today, that Shep sent her a text message. And you can see in her eyes, my God, she's still in love with this guy and she's really hoping they get back together. So she's like, you know, planning in her mind. Oh, my God. Just, anyways, so she decided to go talk to Shep because she's thinking, okay, the next step, obviously, is that we're getting back together. We've been through a lot. We've broken up. You know, hopeful words have been said by both parties. We've done horrible things. We've cheated on each other. Let's get back together now and just be us. I think that's where her mindset was. Now, um, we get to the, the uh, party. You can see clearly Olivia and Taylor are not. It's just sad. They're, like, not even you know, conversing, no high, no anything. Everyone is just in their own kind of world. Um, JT, <laughs> JT at this point, someone's the courage. He's taking alcohol. Someone's the courage. He's like, okay, now I'm mean, yeah, I have, I have some notes because I don't want to miss anything. Oh, um, all right. Someone's the courage is like, yeah, now I have, you know, I can go, I can go talk to Taylor and all that. They're having fun. He's talking to her. Everything is all light. And he's like, <clears throat> um, um, uh, you know, you know, you know, we're friends. We laugh all the time. And immediately Taylor is like friends only him already. Like, yeah, like you are the friend I go to when I want to laugh. You're my comic relief. I'm like, oh my God, JT, stop. In my mind, I'm like, don't stop, stop. She's already friends on you. Don't continue. Like this is dead on arrival. Stop, stop, stop. But JT is like, yeah, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. But you know what? I'll marry you tomorrow. Like, I love you. Like Taylor is like, huh? Oh my God. And then obviously friends owns him again respectfully to, you know, explaining that, look, I'm still trying to resolve my, my feelings with Shep and all of that. And I'm sure in her mind, she's like, bro, I'm trying to get back to my girl, my ex-boyfriend. Like, this is not what I want to do right now. That's what I'm thinking was <laughs> going through her mind. Anyways, while they're having this conversation, Shep comes, Shep is like, uh, can we talk? At the same time, we're seeing Austin is like already looking for Olivia. Like, I want to talk to Olivia. And Craig is like, guy, like, calm down. Let's get some drinks in first before you go talk to Olivia. And I think, I wish he had run... The fact that he was acting, he was going to ask for an apology from Olivia to Craig, so that Craig would have told him, "Bruh, no," but he didn't do that. They went to get drinks. Shep is talking to Taylor, and obviously they sit down. Shep is like, "What were you guys talking about?" She's like, "Oh, whatever." And anyway, and then she, I don't even know how to say this. I feel so bad for Taylor, but basically she just tells him, like, you know, are we getting back together? Basically, but he's like trying to say what he wants. And Taylor is like, you know what, we've heard each other, but you've loved me, I love you. And then he's like, uh-huh, so, you know, I'm hoping we can get back together. He's like, you want us to get back together? And then she's like, yeah, possibly. And then he's like, no, we're done. Ooh. And then you can see immediately she just turns it to the, 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 like, the defense mechanism that she has. And it's unfortunately to attack him. So she's like, 
so what am I doing here? Why am I sitting down here? And then he's like, well, because I'm trying to see how we can still be friends. And then she's like, well, then I'll get, I'll get together with Austin. I'm like, nah, babe, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. That is not going to bring him to get, that's not going to bring him to want to date you again. And also Taylor, you don't want to date Shep. Like Shep is never going to get married. He doesn't want to have kids. And that's what you want. And that was one of the reasons why you guys broke up aside from the cheating. So I think Shep is mature enough now. He knows that there is no point in stringing. And I know Shep still loves her, but he knows he cannot give her what she wants. So you know what? Let's call it quits. It is what it is. Um, obviously, he's like, you know, we can still be friends. And she's like, no, instead of being friends, I think I need the space for me. And I think that was a mature thing to do. And simultaneously, and obviously, she goes to the bathroom and she's crying. Shep leaves. And then we see Austin and Olivia having their own conversation. And Olivia is like, mm, she came ready. She's like, coming with receipts, you know. The kind of guy that you're, you're a narcissist. You've left so many girls. Like, you want the girls to fight over you. You want to leave a trail of hot women. Girls who are pissed off. And then we see, obviously, we know Lindsay and, um, Lindsay and um, Sierra from um, Summer House. We've known about Madison. Even Madison and Olivia, you know, like, he's had that background or backstory. Whether it's intentional or not intentional. I don't think it's intentional to Austin, but I said Austin likes, in my opinion... I think Austin likes the toxicity. He likes, <clears throat> sorry, he likes the chaos in relationships. So, whatever. That whole thing. And the next thing, oh, while all this is happening, we see Madison talking to Miss Patricia, obviously. And this is, I think, even at a point in the beginning. She talks to Miss Patricia, and they sort of, you know, um, they kind of um, bond in the fact that Whitney's an only child, and obviously Madison has an only kid, and she's trying to have another baby. And Miss Patricia is talking about the fact that she wants. We need to find someone, and Madison's like, Whitney's not going to find anyone, like, saying that in her confessional, which we all know. That's a side note. Anyways, Austin is still talking with um, Olivia now, and they're having these conversations, and they're going back and forth, and Olivia is telling Austin, like, dude, you're a narcissist, this is what you do, and Austin is like, whoa, 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 I did not expect this conversation to be this way, and Olivia is like, how did you expect this conversation to go, because I'm just laying out to you the kind of guy that you are, like, you're not a friend, like, and then Austin is like, well, I was expecting you to apologize to me. The fact that Austin <laughs> actually still repeated it is the funniest part of the entire thing. Like, I did not expect Austin to actually repeat it. I thought Austin was going to just not bring it up. But the fact that he actually repeated it to Olivia, Olivia is like, whoa, what do you mean? You expect me to apologize to you? I was like, dude, what are you even thinking? She's not going to apologize to you. And I love the fact that she shut that down immediately. Shut it down. And that was it. And obviously, Austin goes to meet Craig. And Craig is like, oh, how did your conversation go? And he's like, dude, I'm done with Olivia. I'm done. Really? The fact that you still don't see where you went wrong, Austin. Um, and at BravoCon, he was like, oh, guys, I cannot wait for the reunion. I cannot wait for the reunion. I really thought something was going to come to, you know, save Austin. But, like, dude, I like you, but, like, you're a fault. Like, I'm expecting apologies at the reunion, my guy. Like, come on now. Anyways, now they're all inside because, you know, they're all going inside the venue now. They're all drinking. Everything is going well. And then, obviously, we now see JT's, like, Bravo producers, cameramen. You guys are trifling for this because, obviously, JT is not tall. So, JT is kneeling down on the stool by the bar. So, he's, like, eye level with Austin. And Austin is just like, and I think Austin started it. Austin started it. Austin started talking to JT at first, insulted the fact that he's like, you know, now I side with him because he's kneeling on the, um, the stool. And obviously, 
JT goes in, they start going back and forth. JT is like talking about the fact that Austin is like the worst guy on the planet and talking and talking and talking. And they're all going, and everyone is like, yo, calm down. And even Taylor is like, JT, it's fine. Like, you know, going back and forth, going back and forth. And now Austin is the one who pushes JT first. Now, you are the one that starts the physical contact. You push JT. Now, JT is obviously pissed off. Now they're like hitting each other, like pushing and pushing. Obviously, everybody comes in, break it up. And then Austin is like 10 years on this show. No physical contact to you came on the show. And JT is like, no, you started it. And then Austin is like, no, you have bothered me, but no, come on. We had a playback. If you go back and watch it again, Austin pushed JT first. Basically, that is how the finale goes for us. You know, we see obviously Shep is like, you know what? Am I happy that there was physical contact? No. Did I think that Austin deserved it? Yes. <laughs> so obviously Shep is like, Kind of happy you got hit, but I'm happy I was not the one that hit you, basically. Someone did my dirty work for me. Um, obviously, um, Austin is done with Olivia, done with Taylor at this point. JT is obviously friend-zoned. Rob is obviously friend-zoned. Whew, what a finale. And Craig and Paige, well, we know where that is at. Craig wants to get married. Do I think Paige is ever going to get married to Craig? No. Personally, why? Because unfortunately, they cannot agree on where to live, and that's just it. I think they make a wonderful couple, but when you cannot even agree on where to live, that's a problem, right? So, I, someone has to kind of budge for this to move forward, and I guess we will get answers at the reunion, hopefully. But honestly, I'm tired of the storyline because I'm hoping we don't get the same storyline in Summer House because we've had enough for two years now on both shows. It's getting tiring. Just side note. Anyways, guys, that's all for Sudden Charm. We're excited to see the reunion. I want to see Taylor's, you know, how Taylor got over Shep, how her new boyfriend feels about the entire thing, what's up with Olivia, and, of course, Craig and Paige, and just everyone. Wonderful season, Sudden Charm. It was a great one for the books. Thank you, guys. So now we're going to talk about Sudden Hospitality Episode 4, Rumor Has It. Now we're coming back from the aftermath of the whole cheating, Guys 9 at Joe's house, Oshin and Bradley are talking about it. Lucia and Mia are talking about it. Emmy and Will are talking about it. Emmy and Will do not believe it. They're not going to spoil their perfect life. Emmy has this picture perfect life already set up for her and Will. She's a stay-at-home mom. He's a lawyer. She's taking care of the kids. She's bringing in the money. She's not going to spoil that fantasy. And um, Mia is talking to Lucia, basically saying, why will a guy, you're dating someone... Why would you be in the bathroom with someone for 30 minutes? It just, it's just a lot of speculations that can, it can be implied. Like so many things can be implied. It just leaves room for speculation, speculations and accusations. So anyways, um, Emmy goes to work. She's pissed out at Joe. She's not talking to Joe. Joe's feeling down like, okay, what did I do? Why is everyone mad at me? Well, Joe, they are mad at you because they want you to have their back. They've known you longer than you've known Oshin. If you did not see anything, then shut it down. But Joe is like, I didn't see anything. It was at my house, but I didn't see anything. So I don't think he did it, but like, I can't 100% say he didn't. But Joe, what you're expecting is blind loyalty. Okay? So that's why she's mad. Um, Maddie walks up to Emmy, and Maddie's trying to have this kindred spirit with, with Emmy, and like, our boyfriends cheated on us, but we're good girls or powerful girls, like, or better than guys, that kind of kindred spirit thing. And Emmy is not having it. <laughs> Emmy is not having it. Maddie's like, you know, I'm a girl's girl. I'm just checking up on you. I'm team girl. Emmy's like, girl, bye. 
Your boyfriend cheats on you constantly. My boyfriend has never cheated on me. Don't even try to pull wheel in the same bracket with Trevor. It was too funny. Anyways, um, Joe comes in and notices that Grace Lily is not at work yet. So he and Maddie call up Grace Lily. And we find out that Grace Lily's boyfriend is just very insecure and, you know, doesn't trust her because where they were dating, they were not exclusive. So she hooked up with other people. He kind of forced it out of her to know everybody that she hooked up with. He's upset about it. That kind of relationship is really bad because I don't see how it's not even, it's not sustainable. He's always never, ever going to trust you. He has to look at your phone all the time. He has to look at your contacts. Even if you give him your phone, he's still going to find a reason to say you cheated. So you know what? Call it a day. And I feel bad for Grace Lily because we've known that she's, she's wanted this exclusive relationship kind of setting. So it's sort of sad. But hey, babe, you're still young. You're cute. You're a good girl. You find another guy. Dump his ass. That's what I, I see. It's just not a sustainable relationship. It's like dead on arrival already. Um, we see um, Will and um, Joe Bradley. They're texting. Joe Bradley's like, okay, are you at Emmy's house? Because they live in the same building. I'm going to come up. Let's talk. They have a conversation. You know, Will basically lays out why he's upset with Joe. Like, dude, you're my friend. I need you to have my back. I don't need you, you know, saying you don't know. You don't know what happened. You leave room for people to imply that something happened. You know, and Joe is like, you know what? You're right. I'm not, I'm going to try and be a better friend. We basically explain to him, like, look, I'm going to law school. I'm scared of losing my friends. Like, you know, and Joe is like, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. I'll be a better friend. That's fine. Now we move over to uh, Emmy's texting um, Maddie to know what time and what time and what outfit to wear for her, their shift for that. It was on a Thursday, I believe. And Maddie says pink. Emmy wears pink. Emmy goes to work. She gets there. She sees um, two other ladies, Julian. I can't remember the other one's name. They're both in blue. So she's like, oh, why are you guys in blue? Didn't um, Maddie text you guys that today's pink? And then the girls are like, actually, it's blue. We wore blue on last Thursday, so it's blue. They're still thinking about it. And Emmy's like, okay, that's weird. And then Maddie comes in. She's already late. And everyone is already wearing blue, aside from Emmy. So Maddie comes in late. Maddie's wearing pink. So Maddie's like, oh, what's going on? And they're like, it's blue. Now, Maddie, this is where the VIP manager comes in. You're meant to take responsibility immediately and be like, oh, my God, Emmy, I am so, so sorry. Go home. Go change. I'll cover for you. I explain everything to Leva. I am sorry. I made a big mistake. What does Maddie do? Maddie goes to the racks, gets someone else's outfit, wears it, and just leaves Emmy out to dry. And then she's like telling us in the confessional, like, it's just an outfit chain. Go home. You leave how many blocks away. Go, go wear something else. No apology. No acknowledgement of the mistake you made as a manager. You have to take responsibility. Nothing. She didn't do anything. Obviously, now at this point, Emmy is like pissed. So Emmy goes home. She goes change. She goes. She goes to change. Obviously, at this point, Leva and Leah, the CEO, they both come in. And when they come in, Leva spots that Emmy is not there. This is was this was Maddie's point to say, yeah, my bad. I thought it was blue. I texted Emmy blue. Oh, sorry, I thought it was pink. I texted Emmy pink. I wore pink. You know, I came here. Luckily, I was able to find another um, outfit to wear. Emmy couldn't find another uniform. Luckily, she stays close by. She's going to change. I'm sorry, my bad. As the manager, they would have respected her more. What does Maddie do? Oh, um, Emmy went to change. And then they were like, didn't they send text messages and emails? And Maddie's like, yeah, everything, text messages, emails, like this kind of, mm-mm-mm. We texted her, we sent her messages, she see what the wrong thing. 
sort of that kind of thing, that kind of like, what the? And we see Emmy's like running, goes into her car, drives, comes back. And at this point, Lever is like, okay, you guys go walk, whatever. You know, they're already like upset with um, Emmy. Emmy comes in, you know, panting, just to mimic that, and trying to wear the outfit. And that's when um, Lever says, Okay, what's up? Why are you dressed, you know, wrong outfit and all of that? And immediately, Emmy's like, oh, yeah, because Maddie texted me um, pink. That's why I wore pink. And when I came, I saw everyone wore blue. So I had to go back home to go and change. And they're like, really? And then she has like, yeah, I have the text message. And that was the smart thing to do. Shows the text messages and they're like, okay, you're definitely not in trouble. But why will Maddie do this, though? And then Emmy leaves. And that's when Leva tells Leah, like, she doesn't even know if... She's trying to purposely sabotage her or it's just stupidity. And that's why when you're a manager, you shouldn't do that. You should be able to take responsibilities when you've done something wrong. Manny's brain, Manny's mind is really not just in the work alone because she's going through a lot with Trevor. But at the same time, not at Emmy's expense. And at least you'd have taken res um, responsibility for your mistake. Um, we see Brad, um, obviously Brad has the lunch with his mom, beautiful. I love the, the card. I love what he wrote. You only get one mom, so it was really nice, and his mom really loved that, and you know, and his mom is being so realistic, like, yo, you're not, don't get married yet. You have a long, long time to go. Boys are so lucky. <laughs> they never get the go get married kind of thing that girls get. Lucky guys. Anyways, then Brad goes out with Lucia. It's a bit awkward in the beginning. Thankfully, Lucia knows who the way um the um, the waiter is, and the waiter kind of makes things easy. Speaks um. Um, Spanish and this, uh, Lucia understands. She, she replies to him, Is that your boyfriend? And she says, like, No, I'm just like hanging out and stuff. And Bradley also understands. And then from there, kind of loses up the awkwardness and everything goes well. And yeah, do I think it's going to be a relationship? Of course not, but it's fun right now. And I think Lucia just needs the casual thing too. So yeah, I think that's kind of where we stop for Southern Hospitality. I'm expecting this season to be all about Amy versus Maddie. Um, we all know that Will and Emmy are still together. So that's that. Oh, before I forget, oh my goodness. Now, Mia, because we know that Mia met up with Emmy, and Mia was asking Emmy, hey, do you believe that Will cheated? And Emmy's like, no, I do not believe it. And Mia even says it in her confessional, like, I don't think that Emmy wants to even admit it because she has this picture perfect life already set up. So she's not going to let anything come and scatter that, right? And then we see that Mia calls up Emmy. They go downstairs to get like a drink or something. And it's kind of below the building, right? So while they're there, Mia says, I have something to tell you. I texted. I was speaking to Oshin about the whole thing and why he was telling me what happened, like his own like events of what happened. He mentioned the names of the girls and I happen to know one of them. So I texted her and I have the text messages here. And she reads out the text messages. Do you think we will... Um, kissed the other girl. The girl said 110%. Definitely, they kissed. They were in the bathroom for at least 30 minutes. You can see Emmy's face. Like her eyes are like, oh my god. And she's still like, I don't believe it. I don't believe. It. But she's stammering at this point because I know her emotions are running. And I'm sure in her mind she's thinking, did he? Did he? Did he? Did he? By the end of the day, she's trusting her relationship. She's trusting Will. She's like, why would Will tell me if he cheated? Like he will tell me. There's no reason why he wouldn't. So I don't believe it. You know what? Let's go upstairs because Will is upstairs now with um, TJ. They go upstairs 
and me i just laid it out again for real i'm really pissed because at this point really it's like okay you know the girl you texted the girl all right i did not cheat on emmy i was my best friend died for christ's sake and i was consoling um we're consoling each other and we're crying in the bathroom that's what happened and he's like why don't you believe me you've known me longer than anybody here like why don't you believe me and Mia is like, well, I don't know if I believe you. I don't know. So I think this season is just going to be about Emmy, Maddie's, you know, kind of fight to be who the manager is, and also Emmy and uh, Will's relationship. Everyone has opinions. Do I think they are going to be together? I think they are still together. I went to their Instagram. They are still very much together. They are not going to break up. So, yeah, Southern Hospitality is giving Vanderpump Rules early vibes, but still a little bit not as, not as crazy as Vanderpump Rules. But I think it's in the early seasons. I think it's going to get better. I don't know if you guys are watching it. I think you guys should. It's not bad. It's a good show. Let's see, you know, get on the train. Get on the hospitality train, guys. It's moving. Choo, choo. People think they have it figured out.